This week's show is sponsored by ManCrates.com. Very simple sell for you. You're having a hard time coming up with a Father's Day gift for a significant other, for your dad, for your husband, for yourself that you got to put on a list. Go to ManCrates.com slash Eric, E-R-I-C-K, ManCrates.com slash Eric. You will find something for everyone there who's a guy. And they come in these big wooden crates with a crowbar that you got to open. They're awesome. From bar sets to knife sets to beer brewing sets to whiskey appreciation sets to hunting gifts to sports. Go to mancrates.com slash Eric, E-R-I-C-K. It is 10 after the hour. I am Eric Erickson. This is Atlanta's Evening News on WSB. The phone number is 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Samantha B. Listen, there is a fundamental difference between Roseanne Barr and Samantha B. And it is not racism. <clears throat> and and frankly, I'm seeing a lot of people saying, "What's I can't tell you what Samantha B. said. Um, I, I, I cannot tell you. And if I said it was the, the, this particular word, um, your children in your car with you would be asking you what it was. And it's that bad. I'm not going to say it. It was preceded by the word feckless. The difference between Roseanne Barr and Samantha B's statements is not racism. Yes, one was calling a black lady an ape. Another one was calling a woman whose sin was putting a picture of her and her toddler on, on Instagram, calling her that word. So one was oh what about gender? One was about race. I, listen, those of you who are saying that these it's a false equivalence to compare them, l- let me point this out to you. Samantha B's statement came from a team of writers delivered in an opening monologue on a nationally televised program before a live studio audience. Roseanne's was a late night tweet while on Ambien. One was a random bit of babbling nuttery. The other one was a premeditated use of that word on national television, which frankly, in my mind, makes it uh, take the, the race element out of it. It's just as bad. You can say Roseanne's was racist. Yes, it was. The other was a premeditated act of using that word on a national television show before a live studio audience. Now, Samantha B. has apologized. TBS won't fire her. They will not fire her like ABC fired Roseanne. I am really opposed to firing people for things they say. Being in the business I am, I should be opposed to it. But I'm also really opposed to businesses not having standards of decency. And it just seems more and more that there are standards of decency, uh, but they're one way for the right and one way for the left. Y'all, this is... If... If Donald Trump or any Republican were to go around and start calling Hillary Clinton that or Elizabeth Warren or Nancy Pelosi or Chelsea Clinton, um, y'all, this is, this is, it goes beyond bad behavior. It gets into civil discourse and the fact that Liberals were rushing to defend Samantha B and say, oh, whoa, 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 it's not like Roseanne Barr. Roseanne Barr was, was racist. 
Roseanne Bars was a random act of crazy from a crazy person. And I get that ABC showed Roseanne Barr a lot of grace and mercy by giving her another chance for a national TV show after her history of bat poop crazy things that she's done and said. But, you know, you got Joy Reid at MSNBC. Now it, it turns out she she photoshopped on her website John McCain, uh, photoshopped as, as the shooter in Virginia several years ago. She has said a bunch of things that gay rights activists are opposed to. Nothing, by the way, that, that I, I find outside the mainstream, but for gay rights activists, they're appalling. A denunciation of gay marriage um, and, and whatnot. And now she, she claims that a hacker hacked her website. Everything that comes up that's inconvenient, she says a hacker hacked her website. It's not true. But the left is willing to give her a pass on this because she's on their team. They're willing to give Alec Baldwin a pass, a man who the mildest offensive thing he said was calling his daughter a, a, a rotten pig of some sort, uh, videotape saying that to her, abusing, verbally abusing his child. And that's one of the mildest things he's ever said. He said all sorts of awful offensive stuff. We know he said all sorts of homophobic comments and whatnot. And then there's, um, I mean, you take your pick of left-wing people. Look, look at all the people who called Condoleezza Rice and Colin Powell, Uncle Tom's, and called um, Condoleezza Rice and Aunt Jemima, one left-wing activist did. Or the people, there's a lady who writes for a website called The Root, which is actually a very popular website uh, that covers race issues, and, and this lady called um, Ben Carson a porch monkey. She actually called him that. And the left is fine with this woman. The left is fine with the people insulting Condoleezza Rice. The left is fine with people insulting Colin Powell. The, the left is fine with all of these things. But they're upset with Roseanne Barr, and they're upset with her because she likes Donald Trump. Otherwise, they'd let it pass. And I want you to understand this. I don't think they should let any of it pass. It's not that I think Roseanne Barr should be excused and these others should be excused. No, uh, I think you need to have a standard and you need to apply it fairly. And yes, you could say, well, TBS is not ABC. That, that's true. But the media treatment of this. I mean, remember, there was that congressional aide, Elizabeth, somebody, I can't even remember her name on her private Facebook page. She criticized the way the president's President Obama's daughters were dressed at an official function. CNN went wall to wall with coverage of this girl outing her camping out outside her parents' home in North Carolina, waiting to see her demanding she be fired for a private statement on a private Facebook page. They demanded that she be fired. Here's Samantha B saying what she said. And all the people who are demanding that that anonymous congressional staffer be fired are like, no, yeah, she should apologize, but that's it. Yes, yeah, she should apologize, and she did apologize, and good for her for apologizing. But let's not deny that there is a double standard, folks. Let's not deny that the media has a double standard. Look at the double standard in, in the school shootings. CNN gives a whole town hall to the, the, the gun activists at Parkland High School, but when they find out that the kids at the school in Texas all support the Second Amendment and wish someone had been there who could have shot the shooter, no, we're not going to give that school shooting any attention. 
These are all visible examples of a double standard the media denies exists, and it's harder and harder for the media to deny that the standards exist. Do I want Samantha be fired for what she said? No, not really. I'm glad she apologized. But I do want the media to stop treating her as some sort of morally credible voice on issues of the day, which they do all the time with her. Let me take a quick time out for a word for a very awesome sponsor whose glass I might have sitting next to me as I record this, uh, and that would be Man Crates. So you'll listen. Whether you're getting gifts for yourself, you got to like do a list for your family to give you something, or you're buying for your dad or someone else. Uh, the fact is that gift giving for guys, particularly guys who can buy stuff for themselves, is difficult, uh, which is why I really like Man Crates. And for this Father's Day, you can get your dad or put it on the list for yourself, something for your dad. There is like a whiskey appreciation crate or a knife making crate. They actually come in wooden crates with a crowbar for you to open. I got one from Man Crates a while back, and it was a personalized bar set. Uh, it had pint glasses for beer with my name on them. It had uh, coasters with my name on it. It was really cool. Really like Man Crates. Uh, have for a while. It is a great way to get a good gift for a guy. You can get special Father's Day discounts today at mancrates.com slash Eric, E-R-I-C-K. It's a limited time offer. It's only for Father's Day. So go today. That's mancrates.com slash Eric, E-R-I-C-K, mancrates.com slash Eric, E-R-I-C-K. It's a good gift. You'll enjoy it for yourself and whoever you get it for, they're going to enjoy it too. I have a feeling the longer we get into the evening, the more this is going to become the weather show. The storm's continuing to move south now. I mentioned, you know, with, with the hands-free driving law going into effect uh, uh, July 1st, I have tried those mounts for cell phones uh, that you can clip to, like, your, your air conditioning vent and whatnot. I have tried a number of them. They're all garbage. They are all garbage. I mean, the $10 ones, the $20, they're all garbage. Uh, I do not like them. I have tried them. Um, it, it, I've got a, a Yukon, and they just don't work. And I was listening to a podcast. It's a technology podcast. And uh, a guy named Marco, who is on the podcast, recommended a site called ProClip. And I ordered one because he and I have similar tastes on these sorts of things, and it's brilliant. I have finally found a um, one of those uh, hands-free mounts for a cell phone. That is brilliant. This is not an ad. I'm just telling you, cause I've had, I mentioned it a couple weeks ago and I've had a bunch of people ask where, where, where a uh, proclipusa.com. And it's kind of neat because you buy two separate parts and it's pricey. I'm, I'm going to warn you it's pricey, but it, it's worth every penny. I think with this law going into effect, you buy a, you buy a mount that is designed for your car. So you don't have to like take pieces off your car it, it slips into the seams and in, in different cases and whatnot uh it can clip into the air vent and expand and once you buy the mount then you buy a separate holder designed for your phone um and it just the thing works i'm very proud i discovered this proclipusa.com is the website when we come back the tariffs and the trade war are coming
It's 540. I'm Eric Erickson. This is WSB, the phone number 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. We're going to have a trade war. And what did the Dow Jones do today? Uh, Dow Jones Industrial Average, because uh, yes, that's what I thought, down 251.94 points, uh, lost 1% of the market today. Why the tariffs? Trade war. So Canada is going to impose tariffs on uh, U.S. exports. Uh, Europe is going to impose tariffs on U.S. exports. China is going to impose tariffs on U.S. exports. One of the things you need to understand is that um, other countries within the World Trade Organization take the lead of the United States and the European Union. Now, why is that? Well, because economically, these are two huge areas, more so even than China. So if the United States goes after an entity in the World Trade Organization where disputes on tariffs and whatnot are handled, uh, other countries tend to pile on. And when the United States does it, but Europe does as a single entity, not as individual nations, but as the single entity European Union does, well, other countries tend to follow Europe's lead. So when the United States and Europe are at loggerheads over something, uh, if Europe decides to impose tariffs on the United States, well, guess what? Uh, you're going to get lots and lots of other countries doing the same thing. And that's what's going to happen. The president had assured European leaders, Canadians and Mexicans, that he wasn't going to impose the tariffs he originally was going to impose. He has changed his mind. He is going to do it. There is going to be a trade war. And this is going to hurt economically in the United States. Uh, economically, the increase in costs will slow the American economy. And Republicans on Capitol Hill are freaking out about this because they've suddenly gotten to parity with Democrats in the generic ballot. And they're afraid, afraid the economic meltdown could happen before the midterm elections and really, really cost them if the president goes through with this. They are really spitting mad with the president this evening on Capitol Hill because of these tariffs. Uh, and it's only going to get worse. Um, here's the problem is that the Europeans are responding with, in addition to the president imposing tariffs on imports into the country on steel and aluminum and the like, uh, the European Union is going to impose them on American sporting goods, electronics, uh, bourbon, uh, things like that. Uh, also, agricultural commodities are going to be hit. That's going to hurt American farmers. What's going to hurt you, though, is, is I mean, rudimentary things. A, a six-pack of beer will go up in price because the aluminum for the beer can typically comes from out of this country. And the price is going to go up due to tariffs. That's going to be problematic for just minor things like uh, having a beer. Your prices will go up for cars. Prices will go up for tools. Prices will go up on homes. All of these things because of the, the little bitty items and the varying items that go into those costs. Um, that's the American people are probably going to really be upset by this. Now, here's another thing is electronics manufacturers in this country manufacture many of their electronics in China. Uh, whether you have an Android or an Apple device for your cell phone, that cost is going to go up because of the trade war with China. The president is going to begin imposing tariffs 
on China. And that is going to be deeply angering to a lot of people, particularly, well, you know, Apple has their big event coming up next week. Um, people are going to be paying attention to it, seeing what new products they unveil. And the cost will be more than they otherwise would be because of the trade war. Now, I'm going to go on and step out because we got folks on hold who want to uh, chime in on this. I will be back momentarily. Now, Jeremiah, I can take your phone call. Sorry about that. That's okay. Uh, I was just curious to get your thoughts if uh, you think maybe China is more willing to risk a trade war just based on, you know, one, our election process every, you know, four years and two years, uh, and plus the volatility that we've seen even with the elected official that we have in place right now. Oh, listen, yes, I I think, I mean, even the Europeans are talking about this uh, openly today. Several European diplomats are talking about the president's actions could hand Congress to the Democrats and be his undoing. China, of course, is thinking about that as well. If the economy goes south because of this, uh, yes, I I definitely think it, it hurts the Republicans. And that's why the ones on Capitol Hill are furious today. Kim and Johns Creek, you're up next. Welcome. Hey, thanks for taking my call. I'm absolutely spinning mad about this because it's messing with people's jobs. It's messing with people's retirement accounts. Mm-hmm. And I'm just wondering, do you think that Lawrence Kudlow and the Congress will be able to talk him out of this? I mean, I'm tired of this erratic policy. You know, first he was going to do it, then he wasn't, now right. he's going to do it again. What do you think? Do you think they'll be able to talk him out of it? Because he's just, and, and, they, and they're right. He could hand over the Congress to the Democrats. I look, I hope so. Uh, Larry Kudlow is vehemently opposed to these tariffs. Uh, So is, by the way, John Bolton, the new national security advisor. They are both vehemently opposed to these tariffs. Um, Hopefully they'll get him to back down again, but uh, he sounds like he wants to go through it now. It is nine after the hour. I am Eric Erickson. This is WSB, the phone number 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. I would like to move on now to the news of the day and the statement by Trey Gowdy everyone is missing. Now, listen, uh, I got a, a lot of respect for the folks of the Federalists and some dear friends over there. They have gone after Trey Gowdy for claiming uh, things that they say he hasn't seen. Um, uh, Gowdy saying there there's no criminal investigation and there was no spy, there was an informant. Uh, and the Federalist saying that Gowdy hasn't actually seen all the documents. Gowdy's office has pushed back slightly, but his office says they're not quite sure what documents he did and did not see. Uh, Gowdy is maintaining, however, that this was an informant, not a spy, um, it, it is a play with words. Other people say, look, it was a counterintelligence investigation, not a criminal investigation. Therefore, it was a spy, not an informant. Uh, who cares? The The point that everyone is missing, the point that Democrats aren't paying attention to and Republicans are so up in arms over Gowdy dismissing the idea of a spy they're not paying attention to, is the point that must be made. And that is this, that this investigation has nothing to do with Donald Trump. 
Trey Gowdy has now said this. James Comey said it. No one paid attention to it when Comey said it. Comey, James Comey was asked, uh, I believe it was on ABC with George Stephanopoulos in his long interview about his book. He was asked if there was anything in his mind that warranted the impeachment of the President of the United States, and Comey said no. There is nothing in his mind, based on the evidence that he knows of, there is nothing in his mind that warrants the impeachment of the President of the United States. Nothing, according to James Comey, a man who supposedly would know. And now you've got Trey Gowdy coming out. And Gowdy is coming out saying, look guys, this investigation has nothing to do with Donald Trump. It has to do with individuals who were brought into the campaign to see if they were working with the Russians, unbeknownst to Donald Trump. Donald Trump himself asked. Donald Trump himself asked that it be investigated, and that's what they're doing. And it appears it has nothing to do with the president, and the FBI knows this. And uh, all this Republican obfuscation is, is distracting from that point that Trey Gowdy made that the left doesn't want to pick up on. That this is about Russians, it's not about President Trump. And that if the Russians did anything, it's pretty clear at this point that Donald Trump had no idea. Here's the thing, y'all. I have never believed that Donald Trump colluded with the Russians. I have always believed that this is an excuse the Democrats came up with to distract from the fact that Hillary Clinton's a terrible candidate. And more and more the evidence is showing that that the Russians wanted to interfere in the election. The Russians wanted to play both sides against each other. And remember, all of the polling showed Donald Trump wasn't going to win. No one on the Trump campaign itself thought Donald Trump was going to win. There's no evidence that the Russians hired pollsters. They were relying on American pollsters. And all the pollsters were saying there's no way this guy wins. In fact, he lost the popular vote. The polling, turns out, the polling was actually fairly accurate. It just wasn't at the, at the specific state level for the Electoral College. But Hillary Clinton did win the popular vote. And all the Russians wanted to do, ultimately, was to make it competitive for Trump. To give Hillary a run for her money, because they didn't like Hillary. And what they did was they did not get embedded within the Trump campaign and guide the Trump campaign. There was a hack of the Democratic National Committee servers. They released that information to cause damage to Hillary's campaign. There were certain people at the periphery of the Trump campaign who were reaching out to WikiLeaks, seeing what they knew. They did not know, it appears, that WikiLeaks is an agent of the Russian government, which it is. They didn't know any of that. The president had no idea that Paul Manafort was working with Russian oligarchs or that Carter Page may have ties. And by the way, they left the campaign. This entire thing is liberal fan fiction. So what is Bob Mueller looking at? Well, he is looking at whether or not Donald Trump fired James Comey because of the Russia investigation. The president came out today and said that he did not fire James Comey uh, because of Russia. He fired James Comey for other things. Uh, but he himself, Donald J. Trump, told Lester Holt on NBC Nightly News that he fired James Comey because of Russia. He can't walk something back that was broadcast live on national television. Or not live, but but on the, the NBC nightly news, he can't walk that back. They're just going to play that over and over and over. 
none of this, we would not be here right now had Donald Trump exercised some self-control and not fired James Comey. That is ultimately what's happened here. We would not be where we are right now had the president not fired James Comey. That was the precipitating event for the special counsel. And you can quibble with that. You can be upset with that. But that is the reality. Had Comey not been fired, we would not be here. And guess what? In all the stuff James Comey was looking at, and all the stuff he had uncovered before he left, he said he never saw anything that would warrant the impeachment of the president. Let me take a quick time out for a word for a very awesome sponsor whose glass I might have sitting next to me as I record this, uh, and that would be Man Crate. So y'all listen, whether you're getting gifts for yourself, you got to like do a list for your family to give you something or you're buying for your dad or someone else. Uh, the fact is that gift giving for guys, particularly guys who can buy stuff for themselves, is difficult, uh, which is why I really like man crates. And for this Father's Day, you can get your dad or put it on the list for yourself, something for your dad. There is like a whiskey appreciation crate or a knife making crate. They actually come in wooden crates with a crowbar for you to open. I got one from Man Crates a while back, and it was a personalized bar set. Uh, it had pint glasses for beer with my name on them. It had uh, coasters with my name on it. It was really cool. Really like Man Crates. Uh, have for a while. It is a great way to get a good gift for a guy. You can get special Father's Day discounts today at mancrates.com slash Eric, E-R-I-C-K. It's a limited time offer. It's only for Father's Day. So go today. That's mancrates.com slash Eric, E-R-I-C-K, mancrates.com slash Eric, E-R-I-C-K. It's a good gift. You'll enjoy it for yourself and whoever you get it for, they're going to enjoy it too. Y'all, I'm kind of tired of the rain, and we've needed it. I don't know that those of us in the, the mid-state and north in Georgia, I don't know that anybody has paid attention to the fact that the southern part of Georgia has been in a terrible drought for the last number of years, three or four years consecutively. South Georgia has been in a terrible drought and has had just so much rain and the problem is while the, the drought is being relieved and the groundwater table is, is rising, uh, it's bad this year because the crops are now starting to rot in the fields. They planted peanuts, uh, wheat and corn. They're all starting to rot in the fields because they've had so much rain down there. It was really, really hard for farmers for a number of years because of the drought down there, the irrigation costs. And now it's hard because of all the rain they've gotten. It's just a just say, I feel bad for farmers. And now you got the, the tariff situation with the president. And this is really going to hurt farmers in this country because we export a lot of soybean and corn from this country. And China and elsewhere, that's what they're going to impose tariffs on. Um, they're going to, to impose tariffs and it's going to make it harder for our farmers. The European Union farmers are seeing uh, this and they are rejoicing because they're going to cut into American farmers' share of the, the imports in China. And that's bad. Uh, this whole tariff thing is a crazy, terrible economic policy. And I wish they could get the president to back down, but he sounds like he's going to go through with it, which is a loss for the American farmer and the American consumer.
Trader has released a statement. Uh, thank you to those who reached out regarding our sponsorship of Full Frontal. The comments expressed by Samantha B. were offensive and unacceptable and do not reflect the views of our company. As a result, we have suspended our sponsorship of Full Frontal with Samantha B. Uh, State Farm has also issued a similar statement. They will be dropping their advertising during the show. Good for them. Um, I I want to spend a little more time on this tariff issue uh, and not so much the, the ramifications of it, but this point, the reason the president can do what he's doing is because Congress abdicated its power and handed it over to the president. And they did it decades ago before Donald Trump or Barack Obama were even on the scene. Congress routinely now has behaved as a parliament of pundits. I saw Jonah Goldberg uh, refer to them as. Um, they, they, members of Congress of both parties go on TV and either defend or attack the president and his policies when it's actually they can write laws. Uh, believe it or not, Congress has the power to write law. And there is a bipartisan number in Congress, at least a two-thirds majority in both houses, that is opposed to what the president has done, they can actually draft a law and undo what the president is doing on this. They they actually can. They have that power, and they would have enough to overcome a veto um, by most people's calculation of the support in Congress. And it, it's just, it's somewhat crazy to see members of Congress out there complaining about this, running on TV to denounce it, when all they've got to do is enter a law. Just write one. And by the way, in the House of Representatives, if you have 218 members sign a discharge petition, the leadership of the House can't stop you. You heard me. Yes, the leadership in Congress cannot, in the House of Representatives cannot stop people from bringing legislation to the floor if they have 218 people sign what's called a discharge petition. There are 218 people who would sign a discharge petition to stop this trade war. And you've got these Republicans in Congress who are livid because they think they're going to lose because the economy is going to go in the tank with the president's imposition of tariffs. They should do their job. What does Congress do anymore? I'm not exactly sure other than fight about whether or not the Russians stole the election. It's just, it's nonsensical and an abdication of their responsibility. 404-872-0750-1800, WSB Talk, those are the numbers. I just, no, I don't want to, I don't want to spend any more time on the tariffs. It's just, it's aggravating. Uh, I Let me spend a moment here on Dinesh D'Souza, though. I, I'm not a fan of Dinesh D'Souza's, and I can tell you it, it was... When I was in college, I might have been a senior at Mercer, and I went to a Young America Foundation conference in Atlanta, and it was one of those where you didn't have to pay anything. As a poor college student, you got to go up there, um, stay in a hotel room. They covered all the costs. Uh, it was all a bunch of college kids underage, and yet there was plenty of alcohol to go around for all the college kids. Dinesh D'Souza, Laura Ingram was a speaker and Dinesh D'Souza was a speaker. Um, I believe they were not, they might have been dating at the time. And I just, I wasn't impressed with him then. And I've never really been impressed with Dinesh D'Souza. He's kind of like an intellectual for people who aren't. 
and I, I just I, I think he's he's I mean he he conservatives love him because he says all the things that conservatives love but I just I was never even in college I never thought that there was real depth there um, I thought it was always kind of overrated and in the last couple of years I mean he's just kind of descended into hackery I thought even before Trump uh, so I've just I, I've never really been a big fan of his and, and he was uh, he pled guilty to a campaign finance violation and President Trump has decided to pardon him and the president has every right to pardon whoever he wants to write. It is a constitutional power of the president. I'm not disputing it at all. I just think it kind of demeans it to give Dinesh D'Souza a pardon when he pled guilty. He admitted his guilt. He said he was, was shouldn't have done it, and now today is on Twitter celebrating it as, as if this is payback to the prosecutor who went after him. And I just I find the whole thing distasteful. But then, I mean, you all know going into this, I've never been a D'Souza fan. It has nothing to do with his support of the president because I wasn't a fan of Dinesh D'Souza's going back all the way to college in the 90s. I've just always thought he was. I mean, and I don't see myself as some sort of uh, leading light or or brilliant talent, uh, but I've never seen him as one either. The president now says he wants to pardon Rod Blagojevich, uh, the f- corrupt governor or former governor of Illinois, and also Martha Stewart. I uh, Pardon Martha Stewart. There's one. I, I think uh, Martha Stewart going to jail was nonsensical. I, I think it was an abuse of power by the prosecutor to send Martha Stewart to jail. However, she did learn how to fold a towel better and fold laundry. In a, and my wife and I used the Martha Stewart prison method for folding clothes, and it's fantastic. Uh, go, You can go to YouTube and find the video of how she learned to fold clothes in prison. Had she not gone to prison, my clothes would not be folded as nicely as they are. So something good came out of her going to prison, but it was ridiculous that she ever had to go. Uh, the Blagojevich, though, he's a crook. Uh, don't pardon that guy. Um, he's, he's bad news, Mr. President. Kudos to WSB TV upstairs. Uh, Justin Wilfin has this story up in Twiggs County, which is uh, down in middle Georgia. If you head to Savannah, um, go down to Macon, uh, get on I-16, the county you come to after you leave Macon is Twiggs County. Uh, and a couple down there is facing charges, misdemeanor charges. They've had their son taken away. There may actually be jail time now um, because their son has severe seizures and they let him smoke marijuana, which stopped the seizures. And the child has been taken into custody. Their son's 15 years old. Uh, his name is David, um, and there he's in defects has taken the kid. <sighs> These are problematic. So first of all, you, you know, I, I've got a, several friends of mine who are actively involved in epilepsy research in this country. And, and one of their frustrations with the medical marijuana story is that there are drugs that can help fight epilepsy, but it can take a very long time to find them. It can take 16, 17 years of uh, trying your child on different medicines to find one that works without having to go the medical marijuana route. Um, at the same time, the situation solved their son's problem and... I don't know that the state should be punishing parents for helping their child, which is what this was. Um, I, I see where the trend lines are in this country on 
the medical marijuana issue. And I, I do wonder why this couple wasn't able to get their son the the cannabis oil that is legal in the state of Georgia, uh, perhaps because they did not have the means to obtain it, given the way the law is structured in Georgia, as so many others are, which is just it's an unfortunate, sad situation. And I think we're, we're probably going to have many more conversations about the legalization of, of marijuana in the states over the next several years. Uh, all the, the warnings in, in Colorado and stuff, some of them have happened, and a lot of the media has ignored them, but not all of them have happened. And, well, it'll be interesting to see, but I feel bad for this couple, Matthew and Susanna Brills, down in Twiggs County, facing possible jail time for helping their 15-year-old overcome his seizures. Sad. Sad.